Welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. The Rock says he's going to make a new movie. Yes, he yes he is. Um, which, you know, Rock I will say, <laughs> I was you know Sorry, what you I love I loved The Rock. The Rock and Stone Cold are my jam, dude. Oh no no, I love it. You know what? In fact, I, it's like it's like Christmas to me. By the way, we talk about gaming, we talk about nerd stuff, all that kind of stuff on here, uh, and. Um, I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait, but you know, I can't like hold back surprises. Um, and I was gonna like, you know, talk about uh, our you know Pokemon stuff and everything. But but The yeah. Rock making a video game movie. Very happy. Very very happy about this because, like you said, you were like, gotta love The Rock. Gotta love some Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, era old school Rock with Mick Foley and. Uh, but the first thing that I thought was like, I've read this headline before, right? Like I've read this headline before. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just had to throw yeah. that in there as a joke. Yeah. yeah I mean, honestly, the, what's crazy is like lately, this guy can just do like whatever he wants, right? Yeah. Like it's in, and I love the guy, by the way, I think he's probably one of the, like, you know, he definitely has a layer of the, the the layer of fakeness to him at times where he's got a brand that he manages mm-hmm. yeah. extremely well these days. But I also think that for all that, he is like one of the more like real celebrities out there. You know, he communicates a lot through like his uh, social media and stuff like on a regular basis. And again, I know part of that is brand, but like it feels like it's actually him talking, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude can do whatever he wants. He's like, I'm going to make a Disney movie on Disney, and it's going to be, a, like, a huge movie. You know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to make a movie with Ryan Reynolds, and, you know, that's going to be really big on Netflix. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm just going to make uh, a TV show about my life, because why not? And so somewhere in there, he's like, I want to <laughs> make a video game movie. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't his first like ties to video games. He's had a tie with Xbox for at least a little while. The I almost is, brought up I've the Bill Gates thing. Yeah. Him, <laughs> I've never seen him play a video game before. I know that he might at mm-hmm. some point in his life. I honestly think he's just too busy these days. But I mean, I, his I day starts at what, like three thirty or four in the morning. Like, uh, he's I mean, insane, dude. yeah, he, I don't yeah. think he sleeps. Bro. He's not human. Like he reminds me kind of similar, you know, just of any big CEO, um, yeah, because he pretty much is a CEO. He owns like a tequila mm-hmm. company. He owns a energy drink company. Uh, he owns a production company. So I know that Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, I think he says he sleeps around like four to five hours a night. Yeah, like tops. Yeah, you know, just 
because that's where your brain's at and i imagine with a dude who like is famous for working out like late into the night and then like posts early the next day like i can't imagine he gets more than like four or five hours yeah i i would imagine so um i know that he's posted like his his uh you know his schedule like kind of a typical day for him and yeah it's it's filled with um extreme productivity but also like you know the guy has his fun uh but yeah no i i i agree um i don't know i don't know when he sleeps um maybe he takes naps uh i i know that it helps when i'm I'm gonna say this nicely he has the the fuel to to get him to do that in regards to food and you know substances that let him continue to uh you know to have that uh, physique if you get what i'm saying it, it doesn't make it like an easy button but you don't stay get that size and stay that size without you know some usage if you know what i mean yeah i know he's denied it before um i don't know where he's at these days though as a, i i think that he i think i'm not I saying imagine that if he does that it's on like a very he seems like a person who would regiment it very well yeah oh yeah yeah. so and that's what i was saying like i'm not i'm not knocking him on that it's like that helps him do be that like to get at that level but you can't do that and then just look like the rock trust me like that's not how it works and if you go to the gym you see guys that that do stuff they don't look like the rock uh it takes dedication so you put on here by the way your your feeling on who what on yeah i want to know what you thought it was Whenever you initially well, saw this, because he said, he said, and we don't only cuss on the show, so I'm going to keep it brief. He said, mm-hmm. badass game. Yeah. So, um, what do you I, think? I, I was thinking kind of the same thing as you, if you were thinking of Grand Theft Auto. Okay. I was thinking that um, just because I don't know how much of a gamer he is, uh, as opposed to some celebrities that I'm like, oh, they actually game. Like, Austin Aries, yeah. like, actually games. He's not just making game video game references for clout. Snoop Dogg, Snoop, Snoop really Games, great. yeah. Well, I don't know if he did that he's until favorite. like that's. Re- I know he's games recently. I don't know if he gamed like until you know past four or five years or so. I but, don't know when he. I don't know when he yeah. started or anything, but he plays a lot I mean, of Madden. Among yeah, other yeah. He played Bloodborne. He didn't like it, but <laughs> like, there's a, like dude, there's a dude on the ran. No, not mm-hmm. on the ran. On the Chargers, big defensive lineman bosa they had mm-hmm. him mic'd up um this season and he was talking to his teammate about how he just beat sekiro uh, <laughs> like just sitting there during the middle of a game bro he's like dude i just beat sekiro <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd be excited about it too i still haven't beaten that game i don't think i'm ever gonna get back to it but you know it's cool seeing like people who are actually gamers and like our generation for our generation it's not as bad as a. Uh, He's, he says that he has a connection to games, and what I imagine it is is that maybe he played games in college, maybe because like he talks about how he was a lot lazier in terms of just like life and stuff. Yeah. If you watch his show, um, you know, uh, which I have, I watched the first season; it's not terrible. Um, my other thought, since he does have that connection to Xbox, and I didn't write this one down, so mm-hmm. you don't have a video cue for it, so I apologize. But my other thought uh, was Gears of War. I would since he has an Xbox tie. Give like, me, imagine if he was like dumb in yeah. Years. G- give me him and Dave Batista 
in some Gears yeah, of War because Batista's totally been saying it. he wa he wants to play, he wants to be in that in that movie if they ever make it. Um, that would that'd be great. Uh, I probably cast. If he Jim doesn't play Mangalella dumb, he too. could play. Uh, yeah. He could play. Uh, oh, what's the dude's name? The football star. Oh, uh, Coltrane. Coltrane. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he quite has like. I don't think he quite has like that soul level like to, to play that part but dumb was my initial thought whenever i was like if he since he has the xbox ties mm -hmm. he you know he's got ins with phil probably and he's like you know hey why don't you let seven bucks productions make like years of warming that would be i would i just take, just take my money i would i would totally see that that's uh, a movie I'd, that i would I'd actually be like interested yeah. to see I'd throw Joe Manganiello in there too, because like I feel like he would he would fit in that world, and he's a nerd. Sure. Um, oh, I didn't I didn't have it queued up here by the way. We were talking about um, whether or not someone's a gamer, and I don't know if you heard or, or saw the recent recent thing. Um, uh, Brandon Sanderson, if you're familiar, the fantasy writer. Um, yeah. So Brand so Brandon Sanderson is a very. What you didn't. It's, I can't get it. Yeah. There's just so long, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Like he's he is a he is a renowned, especially for his age, like very like prolific yeah. prolific writer. Finished the Wheel of Time series. Um, yeah. So I like how that he, that came about. How he was like such a nerd for that series that he finishes the well, series posthumously. You know? Yeah, and his uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Jordan's widow like picked him. Yeah. like out of anybody she was like this guy can do it and he did um so he he was on twitter and slammed george rr R. martin like saying like wait a minute so from software picks george rr R. martin a, who doesn't play video games and spends all his time talking about football on twitter they pick him to do a video game movie and he's like meanwhile i've played every from software game so this guy's not only a prolific writer and by prolific i mean he's putting out books almost stephen king levels of like like one or two books a year which is which is pretty intense and uh slamming george r r martin who like puts out a book every 10 <laughs> like four five seven whenever they come out um, not enough. I just thought it was funny. Talk about football on Twitter, by the way. No, no, no. But I, I just think this, it's funny. This that... podcast host talks about football on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Agreed. I just think it's funny because he was basically like, "Wait a minute! I am, I am like, I have the creds. I'm not only a writer, but I love this this company. I love the the series, the franchise. Like, like it would if you're picking a fantasy writer to 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 fill out that world. Like this would work perfectly. Now I know that." Uh, Miyazaki like picked George R. R. Martin. I'm assuming because he's yeah. a Game of Thrones fan. Um, but I do think it's funny. I do think it's funny that he kind of slammed it. He's like, hey, dude, it, I'm right here. Sanderson, the dude who like will like who has like updates on his website, like in terms of like the progress of books. Like I've always um, thought that, that was pretty impressive about him. Like if I'm thinking Stormlight, right? Yeah, yeah, Stormlight, Ar Stormlight, Stormlight Archives. Like, he, um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that like one he specifically was like, I'm going to write it and I'm going to show you like while I'm writing it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you can go. Yeah. So that was always really impressive to me about him. You can literally go to his website, brandonsanderson.com, and there's progress bars on his current yeah. stories on like where they're at. I think that that's baller yeah. just to, you know, really, like, yeah. in terms of keeping like your fans um, up to date. Yeah. I like also but, that uh, um, 
and but in, and I'll, I like him as a writer in regards to like I know his stuff is like really long and dry, but I like the fact that like when it comes to like coach like he teaches, like he teaches, he puts yeah. his lectures out online for free because he's like yeah. you, and and says things like you know like no one's you can take any whatever your special idea is like doesn't matter unless you actually write it and write it well because anybody can write yeah. anything and he he I should have I didn't know we were to talk about it but he literally has an example there was a guy on the for on forums who was talking about like anyone can make a successful book out of any idea and people were saying no that's not true so he took a random idea that someone put in a forum which was I think it was mixed Pokemon with like the Roman Empire or something like that and then he wrote a book of that and it was a really good it sold a lot of copies like he was basically like look if you're a good writer you can take any ideas and just make it work um so i thought that was funny but that's not what that's not what you came here to talk about you've been yeah. and you've been playing some pokemon yeah i uh i got into the pokemon arceus hype right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i pre-ordered it uh, which the reviews came out today started mighty on open critic i think it was last time i looked it was sitting around like an 84 which most Pokemon games, I think there's only one that's been in the 70s. Um, but in the meantime, I was like, let's let's just dust off some Pokemon. But I couldn't just dust off some Pokemon because I've played them, you know, I've, I've gone back. So there's these things uh, that are well known uh, called ROM hacks, uh, mm -hmm. where people will take basically like the, the game, a basic game of lots of games, there's lots of ROM hacks for lots of games out there, and They'll do different stuff to it. Sometimes they'll do quality of life updates, or sometimes they'll write like a completely whole new story. So, this is a ROM hack of Fire Red called Rocket Edition, where you play as a member of Team Rocket. You're a Team Rocket grunt, and your story goes alongside Red's story. That's cool. Goes on. So, like, you start at the rocket hideout in Celadon City. Uh, for those who, you know, have played red, blue, and yellow, <laughs> uh, but and you started the rocket hideout under the uh, the coin, uh, the slot machine place, and then you hear about this kid. You you cross paths with Red. He kicks your butt uh, in Mount Moon uh, after you're looking for fossils, and then he takes the fossil, at famously the either the the Kabuto or the Armonite fossil, and. I crossed paths with Blue. I actually managed to beat Blue, which I was surprised about. But uh, it's it's really well done. I'm actually really surprised. I've played some bad ROM hacks. I played a really, yeah. really bad ROM hack of Link to the Past um, last year, uh, where it was just absolutely awful. This, this though, is actually really high quality. Um, I don't know if I'm going to finish it or not. The, it still has that old-school grind yeah. um, Pokemon mechanic, and that's, that's a little tough for me. But it's set up in missions which is interesting you know like with pokemon you just kind of go from gym to gym to gym but this one like is basically like set up into chapters and so you don't like that fight with red i wasn't expected to win he was like 15 levels higher than me so he beats you and then that doesn't end that's not a game over it yeah. actually was part of the story you're expected to lose um to him which was pretty interesting and then um so i pre-ordered that and then I've, I've kept on about my shopping. Mm -hmm. keep, keep buying some physical games. I had my first GameStop burn, though. So I finally experienced oh. the famous Patrick GameStop burn. I bought Final Fantasy X and got this 
What is Sorry. what is that? Oh. Piece of crap. I yep. was quite upset because I got a good deal on it. Mm-hmm. And it was under twenty bucks. And I know that there's plenty of cases out there, so I'm pretty upset about that. But Final Fantasy twelve came in, um, looks just fine. And then went through the back compat list because I finished Kotor, right? Beat yeah. Kotor, and I'm like, I wonder what's on back compat with Xbox. So I picked me up some Force Unleashed, one Ooh. and two, three dollars a piece. Amazon used, baby. Uh, so been having fun just doing different physical shopping with the Final Fantasy one. I got it through my brain that I want to collect the carts, not the discs, but the carts. So I still need. The 7 8 cart, which is a split cart, and then I need Final Fantasy 9, which I actually just ordered today um, off PlayAsia. So yeah. I'm trying to get like every available physical Final Fantasy uh, that's out there. I'm hoping that the Pixel Remasters come to console at some point in the future, and that way I can get like a complete set with PC. Now, I, I literally um, I pulled up Final Fantasy 12 because um, I was le- legitimately thinking, like, wait. Which one is that? And that doesn't happen for me in regards to Final Fantasy. I don't know if I've played 12. It's very, uh, I think it's divisive. Um, mm-hmm. The thing about the, the this one that we got, it's called the Zodiac Age. As has happened before with Final Fantasies in uh, Japan versus the United States, they got a different version of 12 than we did in terms of how the the leveling system and stuff works and so the zodiac age that they brought over now is the version that japan had when the game originally launched um i have not played it yet i played 12 on ps2 when it came out i did not finish it um i'm hoping at some point to get into this but for me right now it's kind of just collecting final fantasies we'll see which ones i like i get it kind of pick through nine is the one where i'm like there's just so many people talking about the story. I should just turn on the cheats. I, and, I need you know, to do like that the too. level cheat and just go through the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're ever having fun uh, and you're thinking about physical stuff, the back compat list that you can just literally search through is dope. Uh, and Amazon, if you click like the buy used and whatever, you can find some pretty good deals. And what's funny is. Everything that I've got off Amazon use so far has come from a Goodwill, either in Washington or Colorado. <laughs> Interesting. So, got people doing Goodwill stuff through Amazon. Uh, it's pretty funny. I bought Final Fantasy 13 and 13-2 yeah. uh, through Goodwill on Amazon also. I will say, like, I, I just did a donation. Um, that's actually why, I'm, if you see my uh, room doesn't look normal, we... Uh, getting some some flooring redone here and that was also yeah. a good time to like do some decluttering and i had a box yeah. of dvds and blu-rays that i wanted to get rid of and they've just been sitting in my office so i donated them to salvation yeah. army because i was like like you were saying you could throw it on amazon or ebay or facebook marketplace how much time am i going to spend like 40 or 50 uh, discs, listing them all individually, and like it's not worth it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna no, donate it. Sell it as a lot. Yeah, I could sell it as a lot. I probably could have done that, but I'm like, eh, I'm just gonna donate it. And someone very well may have done that, but um, because my house is kind of in disarray right now, I've been playing Switch because my other console's not not easily accessible. So I started playing Slay the Spire, which I picked up uh, last year. 
Very good. Uh, you've recommended it. A couple other people recommended it. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I picked it up um, forever ago, and it's been on my. It's, it was on my old Switch. Got downloaded on my new Switch. Uh, definitely for me. Uh, if you like card games, or you like. Right yep, you were right. You're right. That's why I had it like ready. And when I got the when I got the Swirlwind, that was one of the games that like I downloaded a handful of games, and that was one of them. Because I was like, at one point, I'm going to start playing it. But it's one of those things where I'm like, it's a new game. And if I start playing it, how long? Like, if I get hooked, right? Yeah. I need to have enough time to play it. So the wife was working. I booted it up and really, really like it. Um, I'm not it's going in. The in... They're horribly addictive. <laughs> it is. It is a little addictive. Um, I like the, the roguelike aspect of it. I like the card game aspect of it. Um, I have not beaten the, I guess it's the first boss or whatever. Like I've, I haven't, mm -hmm. uh, beaten that first boss yet, but, uh, like, yeah, really make, like they're basically like runs. Like, so yeah. you do a run and then you can do another run. Like I rolled credits on like my very first thing. And then I didn't go back to it. Cause I was like, I, I can't do better than that. I, I won my very first run, even though there is like more first try. You can unlock. I was, yeah. Dang. Dang. And so I was like, and got the credits on that first go, and I was like, I can't do better than this. I'm not going to unlock the rest of this time. I mean, okay, some of it, I will say, some of it is luck. Like, sometimes you get really good, yeah, like, bad. loot. And sometimes, yeah. uh, I was also, I made a couple plays that I that I realized weren't quite as effective as, as others, but I had one uh, play that I got a card um, as loot, and that was, and then... Uh, right afterwards got a thing where it's like you can duplicate a card in your deck i duplicated that card and like ran with that thing like if i could start with it i would it was actually with the silent um yeah so i may look into like any tips on like is is there a way to unlock the car like a specific card to start with instead of just getting it randomly but uh, i haven't dug into it too much yet but yeah it's if it's you want to have uh some fun and you got i think i want to say it was like around an hour or so mm -hmm. uh, at the recent gdq there was a speed run of it if you want to see the broken version of the game <laughs> oh of, of this one of slay the spire yeah they did a speed they did a speed run of slay the spire nice. and just like how fast the dude makes decisions is, is pretty wild I'll, I'll check that out like i love i love seeing people play high level like that and um yeah when you understand the mechanics enough to do that like it's like watching like someone play chess or you know, without it doesn't seem like they're paying attention, but it's because they're making decisions that quick. Um, right. But that kind of segues into the, the first story that was going to be on the news. We talked about The Rock already, but um, some outlets were, were reporting that the Switch has outsold the PlayStation, and they're citing the PlayStation Five. So, because I was like, "There's no way that the that the Switch outsold the PlayStation 4. And I've seen in multiple outlets talk about this. Uh, I, I, I call shenanigans. Uh, I don't consider the Switch of the same generation as a PlayStation 5. It came out, you know, I, I would say the, the Wii U is, the, is that correct, uh, is the correct match for the PS, was it, I'm oh, sorry, PS3, right? This came out during the yeah. PS4. This is not a next. This is not a current gen slash next gen console. So I call shenanigans when they were saying like I don't know if you have a different opinion on it, but I thought that was kind of 
The Switch had, what, four years a head start on the PS5? Well, the question is, is like, are they saying that it's outselling or that it's projected to continue to outsell? Because that would be the difference in text. I can't see them. I can't see somebody just dropping like the 90 million Switch units sold and be like, yep, it's out. You know, it already beat the PlayStation. The question is, is it a projection? Yeah. Um, and so if it's projected mm-hmm. to outsell PS5 and Xbox Series, honestly, I could believe that. <laughs> um, PlayStation but it had a head start. Was, I mean, sorry. Yeah, but again, pr- we're talking projections, and so if we're sa- if we're if you're saying if it if it's talking about a projection and saying starting the switch at zero, basically, so dis like not counting the, um, not counting previous sales, saying mm-hmm. that say like in 2022, let's see, has made some bold predictions saying for 2022 xbox series will sell 9 million playstation 5 18 million and nintendo switch 21 million and so it sounds like what they're saying is that if switch started if we starting if we're starting switch at a new zero which they're not but like in this projection model Mm -hmm. they are i Mm -hmm. think so starting switch at a new zero from november of 2020 yeah that it's going to outsell, I could believe that. That makes sense to me because yeah. the Switch is cheaper to build and the chips are more readily available than the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series. We have no idea when those are going to catch up. Also, we have uh, Switch Lite. I can see that being a thing. We have Switch Lite, yeah. OG Switch, Swoled, Swoled, and if you want to, if you want to count, maybe a future Pro machine. Yeah. So I I get that. Uh, I think the price point on it and the availability. Um, I'm not saying every, I'm not saying all the time, but I see Nintendo Switches at uh, like Target and other stores regularly. Now it may be a um, Animal Crossing edition or something like that, that people aren't flocking towards, but you could get it and you can't do that with PS5. You can't do that with the Series X. Can do it with the Series S though. I've been tempted on the Series S. I see lights on the shelf regularly. I see. I've seen Swellows a couple times yep. since I've since I managed to land mine. Um, not often, not every time. I always, yeah. I don't know about you, dude. Like, are you like this? Where like, if you go into a big box store like Target and Walmart, like no matter what you're there for, you got to drive by the game section. Yeah. Do you do yeah. the same thing? Whitney hates to, like, it. Whitney like, hates it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna go look. My, I just wanna go look. My wife. Yeah, my wife like always is like, oh. <laughs> she's like we're just getting we're we're just getting bananas uh, and what like it's like she went in i think last time it was like random a random item it was like we need bananas and like i don't know some type of organizer for the bathroom and i'm like okay it's right it's right there we're just gonna take a big circle that's what i thought we're just taking where are you going big circle big circle (laughs) right around electronics I, I gotta I gotta see what the prices of TVs are right now, you know, and just think about my future. You know, I don't I can't replace my TV. I need one of my TVs to break. I'm not I'm not willing it to break, but I need one mm-hmm. to break to to upgrade to an OLED at some point. Um, I but no, I gotta stop by right. So every single time I'm like I just want to see. I'm like, is there any series on the shelf? Is there any Nintendo? I was just kind of judging my own thing. Where I live, I live in a pretty big suburb. I haven't even 
a lot of people talk about how they see Series S on the shelf all the time. I still have yet to see one here. I know that it is. I know that it happens, and it's pretty common to be able to get one, especially online. But around here, I have not seen even the Series S uh, on the shelf. I saw them, and I, that's where I was kind of tempted. I was like, I could just get this and mount it because the, the idea is that'll be the bedroom um, console, and arguably this is this is something where you're talking about like wanted to replace a tv my i bought a really cheap tv for our bedroom um to just you know have something to, to watch tv in there because for uh the majority of our marriage we've not had a tv in the bedroom and i got it on black friday as like a, as a special and i think it's like the cpu in it or something is just cpu or memory or whatever it is because you know these are computers now it is so terrible that like going through the menu system you literally hit right and you just wait and you literally just wait and oh, wait and so then it moves is it a roku or is it a google or what uh it's a samsung but it's like this really really like oh, i don't does know samsung if... have their own proprietary mm-hmm. samsung tvs yeah Ugh. yeah that's the Which... thing that's the thing that i lo- like i love about my tcl even though mm-hmm. it's a mid-grade tv it's yeah. just a roku it's a built-in roku tv I may go TCL or something like that because I had a Samsung and I didn't have it. I liked my Samsung TV. I now have a Sony TV, which I absolutely love. Uh, but the I, I didn't think it would be a big deal. But I, it's a joke. I, it's a joke. I literally will hit the menu button and like go get a drink of water and then you know, then it's Honestly, like dude, poop. Don't, then it don't you have a console in there, bro? So that I don't have a console in there. So now, because okay. I had my If you my put a ex, console in there, that's your new media machine. Exactly. Because surprisingly, both, both the PlayStation... the I love the PlayStation 1. Like, in terms of media, yeah. like the only thing that's annoying is kind of like the app tab on the mm-hmm. PS4. But on the 5, it's actually pretty good. But the media remote is great. And love it. Yeah. Honestly, HBO app, some of the bigger apps that honestly suck on mm-hmm. Apple TV for some dumb reason function so yeah. well on playstation i don't know why that is so if you end up getting a series like there's your new media machine that's what i'm thinking i will say that strangely enough the xbox version of hbo um and i literally looked online it was doing this for at least eight at least eight months because i would go, go check it if you were watching certain content like this happened when the new um the snyder cut came out so you'd snyder cut yeah. comes out I start press play and the very bottom line is just is green like very like the very bottom like couple pixels is just green i switched yeah. to something else it was green there's certain content that was certain was it apparently it was only xbox that was doing it i switched over to playstation it was fine use the uh native app it was fine yeah what's that thing that you store everything in all your media plex the program plex, plex. yeah plex on xbox uh yeah yeah so it it doesn't it will play i mean you're running it off of a uh, separate server but yeah plex is on xbox plex is on so i'm considering that you you literally were ahead of me i was considering it in the s to put in the in there just to have to stream media because it would stream so much better it may not look like better or any different but the the menu systems would be so much quicker we were trying to put on some kind of trash tv while we're hanging out in the bedroom 
went on to Hulu and it's just a joke waiting. Either either I'm waiting for it to respond or all of a sudden it inputs like 10 commands all at the same time and it starts playing something that I didn't want to play. Like sports came on, which obviously does not happen very often in my house. And Whitney was like, yeah, you watching basketball? No, I'm not, <laughs> not watching basketball. <laughs> Yeah, that's how rare that's how rare it is. She's like, "What? What's?" I'm like, "No, it's the remote. It's the remote." Yeah, so I'm I'm considering get upgrading just for that reason. Um, we got some. We did get some really good news. Um, like other than this, like you know, uh, weird thing. We got some good news uh, out of uh, about respawn. Uh, I don't know why it's playing that, but uh, respawn. Uh, we sorry, I was thrown off by it. Thrown playing the wrong thing. Uh, so they've announced that Respawn uh, is making at least three uh, Star Wars games. The next Jedi uh, game, so Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order 2, whatever you want to call it, yep. Uh, a strategy game and an FPS game. And I like that they said an FPS game and they didn't say like a specific like a Battlefront uh, you know, game. So I like they're going to get something, get to do something different, which I think is pretty cool. Um, obviously, pretty happy about this. What do you What do you think? Uh, if we're gonna keep the license or at least some of the license with EA, then respawns the one that I want doing it. Um, Jedi Fallen Order is definitely like the best Star Wars game in recent memory. IMO Battlefront Two. I'll I'll continue to to stand for it now that they they fixed a lot of the the currency and stuff it's a great game a great multiplayer game but in terms of single player experiences mm-hmm. um jedi fallen is like the way to go but honestly what excited me was the new fps and i'm like is that the mandalorian game that you know has been rumored to happen since that show came out like are we are they gonna attempt their own version of 1313 an fps mandalorian That's, that's what I'm really curious about is where we're going on the FPS front because I think I think a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order was like a foregone conclusion. That game was too successful yeah. for anybody to abandon that IP. So what FPS are we getting though? Whose story are we getting? That excites me. And honestly, it really excites me because of uh, Titanfall. And if you have not played the campaign of Titanfall 2 is excellent yeah one of the best fps I need, campaigns i need to yeah out there it's tight i think it's like five six hours dude it's so good it, it it's a great thing and so that is encouraging that you know whenever they originally were doing jedi fallen order were like the people who made titanfall apex they're gonna make that and it turned out great good for them i'm glad that they did it they kind of did they pulled a gorilla and mm-hmm. went out of their wheelhouse and made something great but the fact that they're making a first person shooter I think yeah. that they could do a Mandalorian game with their Titanfall type yeah. type movement and stuff. I think that that's possible, and I kind of hope that that's what it is, or at least some kind of bounty hunter or Outer Rim. You know, mm-hmm. I want I, as much as I love my Jedi, and I'll always be for the Jedi. Yeah. Like as opposed to the Boba Fett show, which I haven't watched today's episode, but I'm not thrilled with that show so far. I would love to play <laughs> as a bounty hunter. <laughs> I I will say I've I've got a love hate for that uh, relationship with that show right now. Um, we're not going to obviously spoil anything of these in, of the series at all because you know you may have not started it yet. Um, 
there are things that I've liked, but a lot of the a lot of the show I've just been I've not been digging for for reasons I won't go into because I don't want to spoil it. But um, I I I guess I could see a Mandalorian as a first person shooter. I, I mean I wouldn't mind uh, after playing like the Battlefront two um, campaign the the campaign and the story about like playing like a stormtrooper or playing you know even though you're not the you know like a you know a hero or commander or what have you just being part of some of those battles i think it could be could tell a really cool story um because i thought that was really cool with what uh with what they did with battlefront 2 i i would love a smuggler story um and i know we still don't have a lot of information on the uh Who's the? What's the other the other game that's coming out? It's from the ones who did. Uh, I'm slipping here. It's the one that was controversial that got, got announced. Quantum like, Dream. Quantum Dream. Yeah, that's right. Quantum the one Dream. One that I'm super excited about that I'm not allowed to be excited about because it's being done by Quantum Dream. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. High Republic though, and yeah. so the they are doing an action story or an action choice based game. Action choice based. More yeah. action oriented. Yeah. Which I'm I'm excited. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean there is like it's gonna be action choice based, but like, I you know are we are we going to play a uh, a Jedi? Are we gonna play someone who's just around the Jedi? Because the uh, during the High Republic there are more Jedi and Sith than um, uh, than uh, you know during the other times. Which I I haven't read any of the books. I don't know if you've gotten any of that content yet. Gotten into it? High Republic stuff. I have a book from the library uh, to read, and I bought one on Kindle. But okay. I've been reading actually Will Smith's biography. Uh, okay. Uh, it's okay. a like totally different thing, but like I I picked Will Smith's biography off from the library, and that's what I started with. That dude has had a crazy life. Uh, at least up to uh, I'm only up to near the end of Fresh Prince. Um, okay. So like got through Bad Boys and stuff, but like interesting on how he like got to la uh and everything and like how that all went down pretty yeah uh pretty interesting stuff um <laughs> but so i've been stuck on that and i was playing kotor which got me in the mood which is why i bought a high republic book and got so they they're doing it in like there's adult ones then there's young adult ones which mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of young adult fiction it's kind of like the shorter video game you know like yeah this is just fun you, know, you just <laughs> you get you, you you still get mature ish level themes but you get it in a much quicker to digest uh reading format uh less words on the page type thing so i i bought the adult one and i picked up the ya one from okay. uh, from the library and so i will get to them at some point because i am on a I'm back on my star wars kick yep. and this news just kind of helped it along further i like where we're going we're getting the kotor remake which after beating kotor i'm really interested to see how mm -hmm. that's going to go there's a number of i think it even if they were to just remaster <laughs> kotor i think that there's a number of quality of life things that they could do in terms of like just some fast travel options <laughs> uh, there's a lot of running in that game so we're we're in a decent place minus boba fett right now although i heard today's episode of Boba Fett was good but uh, it was ironically good I'm gonna I've it's already been a little spoiled for me okay so I haven't seen it but I heard I, people I, loved it and some people didn't so I complained about it on my Facebook because people just couldn't keep, like dude you're posting stuff about this episode like at 10 a.m and I was like who 
get a job. That was my yeah. initial reaction. It's well, a mean reaction to have, yeah. but it was the thing that I was just like, you're talking about the show at 10 a.m. Like, I don't even care if you stayed up till midnight the night before to watch it. I was like, what are you doing? That's, I've got a, so uh, I, I work with a guy who he's in, he's in LA, right? So he watches, he watches it at midnight, but it's not midnight in LA. It doesn't release at midnight. It releases at the same time for all of the US. So he watches it at like 3 a.m. That's crazy. That's cra like, it's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, um, it's, is it 3 a.m.? I'm gonna get it wrong. What, whatever time it's, he stays, he literally goes to sleep, sets an alarm, wakes up, watches it, goes back to bed. Like it's dedication and he, but he doesn't spoil it. He doesn't spoil it. So I'm not going to have kids. He does not have kids. No. Okay. <laughs> that, that's, that's probably why no, but I don't that, have kids. I, I don't so, do that, so I have an idea of what a very brief idea of something that I'm expecting to happen in the, okay. tonight's episode. And I'm going to get to it after this, this podcast. But so far, dude, the show has been such a yawn fest. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I don't know what you're thinking of it so far, but there's just, the way that they're telling this isn't the story that i wanted from this it character no. is basically what it what it not i'm not even talking about the present stuff i'm talking about the the past yeah. stuff that they're they're kind of doing and i was like who cares about this at all like this, can is, I see, is this the time that you want to hear about no i want to <laughs> see because when when you see him in empire um i mean he's they, they barely they barely um I, I will say this about empire and, and jedi they don't really talk him up other than like the fact that he gets he so low yeah he has barely any screen time uh he does mouth off to to vader um but you don't get to see no him good to be dead. <laughs> yeah exactly uh it you yeah no disintegration rays um but you see him mouth off uh, but you don't see him do anything like amazing. You don't see him do like, you know, take down like, uh, you know, Chewbacca or anything that would make him you know, set that bar that high. But we have set the bar that high based on the extended universe and such. So then Book of Boba Fett comes out and we're still not seeing any of that era. I want to see what led up to that. What happened between uh boba fett in uh in attack of the clones right between that and i know he's in uh rebels and uh, clone he's wars clone. i think he's in clone wars so like yeah, so after that after that and then on to uh, empire like show me that show me him becoming boba fett as opposed to dealing with the setback of everything that happened um i want to see that which it's an interesting yeah, it's a different era i don't know if you read did you read like the old legends books i read the old legends, legends book the extended universe like, some, like, like tales from jabba's palace the, you know, and... the, 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 the tales of the bounty hunters mm -hmm. yeah like the one like the i can't remember who wrote that particular short story i know that kevin j anderson wrote one of the short stories mm -hmm. but i don't know if he wrote that one um but though like in that one, I are they did they like go into like uh, he was chasing Han like before, and they kind of like go kind of like he had like a kind of a history 
with Han, at least in this like yeah. extended universe type stuff. That's the that's the Boba Fett I want to hear about. Yeah. Again, I'm not talking about what we are hearing about, by the way, but I could at least confirm they're not going into Legends territory yeah. with, with with that. But that's it's just not the the story. Now, again, I said it. I said it after the very first episode. I'm watching this from Ming Win, and she mm-hmm. has been great. And yeah. uh, seeing um, <laughs> seeing the very famous. Uh, action star. I don't know. Would you call him an action star? Uh, I, if you're talking about who I think you're talking about, um, yeah, because he's got like a little, so- yeah. little more of a soft uh, view of the sky. If that's what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it's just hard to say like what what he is in terms of like his fandom. But everybody I know that knows that actor just likes that actor because he's a cool dude. Him like showing up in yeah. the show was hilarious to me. I was like, is that? <laughs> my wife doesn't know anybody she's like okay. i don't know and i'm like i think that's <laughs> yeah I'm like i'm pretty sure and then so, ming no one but yeah i can't i can't believe she's 58 bro i cannot believe 50 yeah 58 she's, right she's, yeah she's, yeah uh, well, Anyways, and if you I could go off on her for a long time, well, <laughs> I don't know how much I love her. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, other other uh, uh, cameos, because this is a cameo that doesn't give anything away. There is another person who is who is uh, featured uh, uh, in the in the show that is the uh, the woman from Flashdance. Yeah, she's also fifty eight, bro. <laughs> I um, some of the Hollywood drugs. Yeah, Hollywood drugs. Like something. I mean, yes. Like people are like, oh, well, they've got this, they've got that. But like, also, like if you look at like what, like how they take care of themselves as part of it as well. And I'm sure that they they may have had, you know, some some enhancements here and there. Uh, no, no pun intended for. Uh, but yeah, I it it's amazing. Ming Na wins. Uh, look and like movement she doesn't move like her age either like that's that's does, impressive. like a lot of her own like action yeah. sequences yeah which i did a polo by the way i did a polo to you i'll, I'll be brief on this but um i love i forgot the guy's name that that plays boba fett that played Django fett and and i i space on his name but um by my by my math my rough math that i was doing in the car he's like between 15 and 18 years too old to be Boba Fett uh, from an actor standpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah. And which I think they addressed when they originally announced the show. But okay. I, I may, like, I may need to look, they, but they chalked it up to um, like what Sarlacc did to him. Okay. See, and, and that's kind of what I was thinking. Like I didn't how, even read that, but that's how they could justify it. Yeah. I was like, I was like something didn't, wasn't sitting right with me. And then it kind of clicked. I'm like, that's why. Um, which I, I get. I mean, he somehow survived it. So that, and that's not a spoiler for uh, if you saw Mando, you know that happened. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, good old Star Wars, love it. Um, so we we talked to Activision, or I talked to Activision last week and, and such. But uh, we did get confirmation that Activision will be making three more Call of Duties for PlayStation, which um, you you put in there, and I kind of agree. That's probably what they were contractually obligated to be making, anyways. Um, puts them right on target with like, yes, this is what we're going to make for PlayStation, um, and it does not mean that every Call of Duty game is going to be on PlayStation. Um, I still think that um, I, st- I think they're going to split uh, split a little bit, which you uh, I space on the um, 
on which Call of Duty is which because I haven't played very many of them. But you mentioned one like saying like that one's going to stay on PlayStation, the other's going to be on would be Warzone. Warzone, that's sure. right. I don't know why I sp it's based on Warzone. I, I honestly don't think that there's any way that it doesn't. I would be absolutely shocked. I think all the mainline ones go away. So your Modern Warfare, your yeah. Black Ops, um, go to exclusivity. Those, yeah, those go away and. It's not even just contractually obligated. It's that this deal isn't going through until next year. And so yep. it's just like Blizzard's going to continue to operate as if it might not go through because it might not. The EU still could shut it down. I don't think they're going to based on my very limited knowledge. But yeah, I, I, the, I'm, the United States isn't going to do anything. They don't care. No. They've let Disney do whatever it wants for years. And so I don't see how they could stop Microsoft from doing the same thing they also let facebook do whatever it wants and so the eu is really the one like that is the challenger yeah. to this so but blizzard has to act as if it's going to go through and if it doesn't go through blizzard i think gets like a billion dollars out of it or something like that yeah. something stupid uh yeah. like that so we have this year that was a foregone conclusion mm -hmm. because the deal's not going through that's one we have next year so next november um that's two and then they've said that uh, Schreier says that they're making a Warzone 2. So some kind of upgrade or, you know, I don't know if it's a sequel. I imagine that they're just not going to totally erase everybody's progress on on the original Warzone. But quote unquote Warzone 2 is 3. And so yeah. that's it. I, I, I have no... After Bethesda, because I remember Phil said something very similar. <laughs> Yeah, with Bethesda, like kind of like talking about like the existing stuff that is on PlayStation will remain on PlayStation. So that was his way of skirting around Starfield. But at the same time, he's also since changed that. A new Fallout yeah. game is not going to be on PlayStation. A new uh, a new Elder Scrolls is not going to be on PlayStation. It's over. And yeah. so <laughs> he can come out and say the nice thing that everybody again praised him for. I just don't. <laughs> I don't get this constant thing where like Phil says something and like gaming twitter just eats it up and like decides to completely ignore anything they yeah oh a month like a month ago they were reevaluating their relationship with blizzard in the in light of the controversy with the with the company and it turns out that blizzard was shopping their company and that the ceo is going to remain in place until the merger goes through and then yeah. that guy will be uh shown the boot which has to yeah that he was always going to be rich and stuff anyway but he's not you didn't make it a requirement that you fire him right now yeah like you can't make him leave right now no he's gonna stay in place for another year to two years and so a similar thing of oh yeah yeah we're, we want to continue this relationship with sony they're important to the industry i thought that that was just like a thing of you know it's okay little sony yeah i think it's so it's the ceo yeah it's that ceo talk where they have to where they 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 say something that makes you feel good but if you know what they're saying, the language patterns they're using, that you're like, oh, you you said something to make people feel good, but people know what they're talking, what they can read between the lines. You actually understand, like you were saying, this is just gonna, yeah, this is just gonna be between, you know, uh, until the acquisition or any contractual stuff. That's what I think. <laughs> you can read between the lines yep. on what Phil is going to do. Yep. Which I, I think Phil gets a pass because like. Like he seems, he's like one of us, you know. It's like when he, yes, he does. He can do the CEO talking. Yeah, he's one of us. He is Google, 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 gobble, Google, gobble. Um, he's like, it's when he says something or when you see him in an interview, 
it's like almost like 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 you're kind of happy you're like man i'm really glad this guy not only is he good at what he does but like it's like seeing like one of your buds like just really successful and seeing him on tv you're like man that's awesome i'm so happy for him um and he just happens to be making good choices uh where other people i don't know i think it's his personality and the fact that he is a gamer he was talking about games that like he's excited about with activision and he's bringing up games like i think it was hexen and like other games he's like i'm really excited about these all these properties and he wasn't just listing off the the top titles like he was like digging deep yeah. into his memory of like gaming and yeah it's cool it's cool seeing that guy i uh, i you know and it's not that i'm totally like trying to rag on phil yeah. and everything yeah, yeah. it's it's just a thing of i really am surprised at the reaction to this particular acquisition in terms of i just think it's interesting ultimately i really don't care uh i think that uh, it kind of sucks that a series that is like huge on playstation is no longer is like eventually not going to be on playstation in call of duty like they you know that was like the number one and number two sellers that sucks for playstation it's yeah. not my money though so i really don't care and i honestly was playing the last call of duty on mm-hmm. xbox because i just was enjoying it there i like the feel of that controller for first person shooters for some reason over the dual sense um i think that losing diablo is gonna suck whenever diablo 4 does eventually come out i think that i think that's the second that they release like a new spyro on (laughs) xbox that's just going to feel weird like a new spyro like yeah crash as well but like you know those are both famous playstation mascots back to dating back to playstation one that's just again it's like i don't care that much but it is just weird it's just weird that they bought a mascot that was definitely like PlayStation's mascot yeah. <laughs> for a very long time. Like I'll always remember those crash commercials. Like exactly. Those are like burned in my memory for how funny they were. Making fun uh, of Sega with the blow with little, the blow horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just little thing that that kind of stuff is just weird for me uh, to see. Ultimately, it's whatever. But I do think it's interesting that the industry was just like, well. You know, it's Microsoft. They're going to save Blizzard. And I was like, I don't know. Are they? Like, I, I I know that working for Blizzard or for Microsoft is like known to be better than working for Blizzard, especially right now. Yeah. Uh, but they kept the CEO in place for the next two years. They didn't make that. A, they didn't make that a contingent deal. Like, hey, you can continue operating as normal until we finish this buy. But Codex got to go, bro. No, they were like, no, Codex important they said like a nice note about him i know that those are all legal speak and that's all things that you have to do yep. but at the same time you don't get to be on a moral high horse anymore about how how you're doing that they purposely posted that screenshot and the only reason i get to go off on this now is because i didn't get to go off on it last week because i was at the hospital uh, yeah. <laughs> they posted that screenshot showing phil is now the head of microsoft gaming which cool for him he got a title bump you know yeah uh, i think before it was like xbox division they're showing the diversity in there uh, I don't know if you noticed that specifically like more under him is more than half women, which is again, awesome. I think it's a net win. Yeah. I just think that it's interesting that they're doing that and also keeping Kodak in line and saying nice things about Kodak at the same time. Like yeah. I, it, it just, that's fine. That candid to me. Yeah. Um, but Call of Duty is going to go away. It, it, they said that they're going to maintain that war zone because it's a battle Royale and just such a money printer 
I just can't see that going away. But they are going to be the new face for Call of Duty mainline games. It's just I, I don't expect 2024, and we'll you know we'll revisit this in two years. But yeah, if it comes out on PlayStation in 2024, I will be shocked unless Sony has some deal that they paid astronomically for that was like a 10 year deal or something yeah. like that. That'll which, that'll change. Which we don't know about. Yeah, I still say wait for the acquisition to happen. Give them a little bit of time and see if they ax if they ax Bobby. Like, because they can say all that right now, and then as soon as it's not going to be as soon as the ink dries, but give them a little bit of time, and then there will be there will be an exiting, as they like to say. They don't like to say firing. There'll be <laughs> exiting of uh, of Bobby. At least uh, I'll uh, maybe we'll do an over under. When we know that it's getting close to the acquisition, maybe we'll do an over-under on like, okay, is it going to be three months? Is it going to be six months afterwards? Then then we see him canned uh, or or exited where he's like, I decided to leave. No, you didn't. <laughs> so we'll see, how, we'll see how long it is. So let us know in the comments what you, what you think about that. You excited about the new Star Wars Respawn stuff? Do you uh, love the new Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett show or do you hate it? Let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time.